You're listening to TJ Talks. Is uh, show going here? All right, here we get going. All right, welcome to TJ Talks. I am one of your hosts, Judd, from, from tidingsfromhell.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Good, Shameless good. plug. And with me, as always, is your other host. Hey, I'm Teresa. Hey. And we're here. We're back live, semi-live, whatever. We're we're together this week. Feels online. good to be live, doesn't it? It does. Makes me want to do like a live show. We should do that one day. A call-in using like the blog talk radio or or talk yeah. shoe and an invite. Okay. So I don't know if you guys are listening, you know, you can email us through, uh, contact us through Facebook or through the website, contact uh, me uh, or Teresa if you'd like to participate. Yes, we would love to have that. That'd be fun. You know? We have at least one and a half listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, I, I'm. this is a shout out time. I'm going to give that to Royce. Yay. Hey, yes. Royce. Always, How you doing? It is great to get your feedback, and we love it. So, uh, we're going to start calling you our minions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, nice to have a follower. <laughs> we, we have a ton of things to talk about today. Believe it or not, we we thought we had nothing to talk about, and then we realized there's so much to talk about. I know too much. Right, and, and our thought for the day is strength. So right. So remember, this is your 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 moment of tolerance, character, and compassion. That's what we're thinking about today. Okay. Wow, that almost sounds deep. I Doesn't don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we could do that well, on this show. I know. <laughs> so wow. So we have a couple, to- a few topics. We know that we're we're gonna briefly touch on. I guess I I don't know why we have to, but for some reason. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you going to use the phrase, we're going to touch on Anthony Weiner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about touching Anthony Weiner, but yes, we're going to talk about it talk anyway. Talk about it, I guess. <laughs> did I say touch? Uh, you did. We're going to touch wow. on that. Wow. That's, yeah. You know what? That sounds like an end of the podcast <laughs> comment happening for <laughs> right. sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, we will, uh, we will uh, shed some light <laughs> on Weiner. I don't know how to, yeah, broach it. Maybe broach, that's a better yes, way to yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Wiener some more. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and then we have a couple other good things. You know, the Academy Awards are in the news, and so we're gonna talk a little bit of award show type things. And I watched something called the Webby Awards, which was only broadcast online, right? And so we'll talk a little bit about that and the Academy Awards, which just changed its criteria for its major award. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit strange. You're gonna have to explain it to me. I was just reading about it, but I didn't mm-hmm. take it all in. So we'll we'll talk about that. And uh, let's see. And then we had one other big thing to talk about as well. We were talking about maybe Facebook and losing some of its members or users. Oh, that's right. That's right. Down about six million people. That's right. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Oh, and uh, one other th- news-oriented item that is like hot today: the case, uh, the state rested its case against Casey Anthony. Oh, yes. yes. And that's kind of a big running story. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So let's get right into it. We're going to talk uh, Wienergate, I guess. (laughs) So so pressure continues to mount on uh, Congressman Anthony Wiener, who is now in rehab or whatever. For what? Does anyone know? I I think what got me was Bill Maher is joking about a guy who's probably less horny than he is and mm-hmm. and it's like 
wait a minute, come on, guys. You know what? You should be joking about the fact that there's all these hypocrites running around there who are probably as crazy as this guy. They just didn't get caught yet. They haven't been caught yet. Exactly. Yes. You know? Yeah. And and that's the funny thing is he didn't do anything illegal as far as we know. Huh. I, now, I'm not sure what the story is with the 17-year-old. I heard there's some communication that may may have happened, but that's still yes. kind of sketchy. And that's, yeah, I mean, it still seems like that's circumstantial or whatever. And, and she wasn't admitting that she was only 17, so he wasn't aware of that. Still well, bad judgment on his part to be doing well, this. Well, but. And then, of course, I guess the other thing is if it's just uh, tweets back and forth in the public square, well, people tweet with lots of people every day. So, right. I mean, you know, you don't know who, how old or who the other people are unless it says in their Twitter, their 160 character profile. I'm a minor. And if you tweet with me, you know, you're in yeah. trouble. I mean, it doesn't right. it doesn't say it just says like, you know, you know, you know. And the majority of people that he was tweeting back and forth with were all regular aged women or appropriately aged women. I, so I don't think he has a tendency towards no, that was the not juveniles. The I don't think that's the deal. I just, I just don't think he's that twisted. And, and I have to say that in conversation over the last week or so, you know, about this, I, I think I know several people now who probably won't be running for public office. Wow. Is that is, they, that is that because there's women in their life that will expose them? <laughs> well, not, well, not that anyone would deliberately expose them, but that, you know, well, I don't want to incriminate myself, but <laughs> there are people who have, have sent things via messages that maybe aren't the most appropriate. And whether they're meant to be viewed by the public or not, you know, they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be private. Once they're out there, they're out, out there forever. Yeah, it's out there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. And whether or not these folks are going to have a life in public office either, you know, would remain to be seen. But it has been an interesting topic of conversation. So and what would happen, though, if it happened pre-public life and you had done all this uh, twisted crap? <laughs> right. Well, I think that's like the, the people who admit to using drugs before they go into, you know, sometimes they're penalized for it. Otherwise, they're other times they're not. And now I think it's really going to be hard to find a candidate who has some sort of squeaky clean, crystal clear background, uh, current uh, ground, anything. Obama did cocaine and right, admitted exactly. to it. Yeah. Now, now, if you were to say cocaine use or took a picture of your Johnson and sent it to a woman, I'm, you know, the cocaine use is patently illegal against U.S. law. The sending right. the Johnson to someone else is not. It's not. Right. I mean, if I was to weigh the two, and, and you know what? You might think that I'm saying this because I'm like some, I don't know, trying to defend his sexual improprieties, but I'm not. I, I think the right. whole thing is is just, it's this ideology of, you know, if somebody does something that is not puritanical we completely get on their case like they have to they have to be at a higher standard than everybody else right right why can't they just be at the same standard don't break the law (laughs) exactly well that's the whole 
the slippery slope on that though is then well you know i want people in public office that are like me and i you know i want to be like them and i want to be able to have a beer with them or whatever now i actually think i could probably enjoy having a beer with anthony weiner i'm sure he's a very interesting person to talk to but um i i also i also want them to have a different standard so I want them to at least aspire to that different standard. Whether or not they can live it is another story. But, and maybe that was the beauty of the 1960s and prior, is that we, we just had this little bit of a glow about them. And, so we, and we all accepted the glow, and nobody tried to tarnish the glow. But, you know, the funny thing is, is you talk about the, the average Joe guy who sits there and has beers on the weekend and watches football and barbecues and does all this stuff. You know what? I, I know what guys are talking about behind closed doors, at least guys I talk to. Of and, course. and they may not come out and admit some things, Guys, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the stat? There's something like guys think about sex like every like five minutes or yeah, five seconds or eleven whatever. times a minute or something like it, that. Yes, exactly. I mean, come on. You know what? If these other guys in Congress and stuff are not, then you kind of think something's not. They're going. the odd ones. They're, they should be seeing yeah, right? Yeah. There's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys, yeah. you guys don't meet the stat because I know I went to sea on a submarine for. You know, with no women, and I know that that was like the horniest bunch of guys that you ever saw in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. We talked. We didn't do anything, but we talked about it, and we talked about yeah. it very graphically, and it was crazy. And uh, I mean, I'm not exposing anybody to anything. No. Strange. You but, can only imagine what would be the conversation in that setting, know. as is the conversation I'm sure among men, as is the conversation a lot among a lot of women too. I mean, there are many groups or gaggles of gals that I hang out with. And, yeah, we would have conversation that would probably make, you know, the average person blush. Because if you're with friends and you want to discuss those things, that's what you do. So the fact that we just can't admit to being sexual beings at all is a little bit sad. It's a sad commentary that we still, 280-some-odd years later or whatever, after forming this country are still so puritanical we can't we just can't admit to to enjoying sex oh i wrote something on my moleskin oh you did okay <laughs> on, on this moleskin here uh-huh so i could read it and then if it doesn't work we can cut it okay okay so I wrote, so this is entitled uh why wieners should not resign okay so people in congress are calling on anthony wiener to resign as new york democratic congressman I think they have it all wrong. It's easy to go gasp. I'm appalled, disturbed, taken back. But let's look at the seriousness of the charges. And we've kind of talked about this already, but mm -hmm. oh wait, there aren't any charges. He didn't lie under oath. He didn't break any laws. Maybe, and I say maybe, he didn't show great judgment in conducting his online affairs. That's embarrassing, but hardly illegal. We are so messed up in the head as a society when it comes to sex. We have soap operas that millions watch every day. They're filled with every bit of titillation that one can imagine. Your grocery store sells romance novels, which is not much nastier than what's sold to the male population. Sex is everywhere, and we're told by every aspect of the media, go get you some. 
the fact that my representatives are wasting tax dollars investigating and prosecuting a person who should be protected by First Amendment speech is unsettling. I'm much more interested in the economy and jobs than I am in some legislators, privates, and texts. But it is those repressed individuals who feel it necessary to put their high moral values on other people that disturb me. Let him finish his term, and the voters can decide his fate. He only has two years to do, and I think he's already a year into it. This Mm -hmm. isn't a a million-dollar-a-year movie star or sports star. This is a government official. I really don't expect much other uh, than for the people, including himself, to be less hypocritical. If you think this is a big scandal, you ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. No, I think that's it hits the nail on the head so to speak so yes so that's <laughs> kind of that. i don't know that was that's kind of i was trying to formulate it. i i don't know i talking about the, here's my iphone tie-in yes <laughs> have, of course everything's about the iphone right with me it is i have a, <laughs> a an app called moleskin and i have a real moleskin too which what moleskin right. is for those who don't know is a notebook that you can just Shot down your thoughts and things like that and carry it with you. That's generally kind of small. And it's been around for, I guess, hundreds of uh, almost. Yeah, it's like one of the oldest journal companies or something. Yeah. yeah. It, actually, yeah. They, some guy bought the rights to it and reinvented it, so, sort of, oh. and has re, <laughs> republished it. And, and rebranded, so to speak, right? The, the quality of these journals are the best. Yes. That's you kind can of. travel with them yeah. and they, yeah. So anyways. So I love I love the Moleskin app and uh, for just jotting thoughts down. And yeah, it's kind of fun. I like mine too. I've yeah. I've done the same, although nothing quite profound like that. So. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all, no, it's all good. I love it. So. Yeah, I think I think. How much longer are we going to keep talking about this? Is it going to be in the news for another two weeks? I hope not. I don't really. I really don't want to talk about it anymore because I feel like right. it's just you know let let it die. Let it go. <laughs> let right. It go. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Well, yeah, we just need somebody else to screw up more, you know, and if, then they'll if, start talking about that person. If his name wasn't Wiener, it probably would be less a comedian's uh, thing. But I, I mean, I've just, sure. I, I think that comedians are just, they, they it's almost sophomoric humor at this at, point. At this point, yes, exactly. It's, yeah, just a notch above fart joke, I think. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and the people that are interested in it are interested in it because they want to be titillated, not because right. they're disgusted. If they're disgusted, right. they'd walk away. They would. You're exactly right. Yep. So yeah. I'm not uh, disgusted, but I'm not interested. <laughs> right. Yeah. And for the people that, that act so, like you said, if, if they're acting that disgusted by it, that's their repressed attitude. So, okay. So anyway. We definitely, right. we've beaten it to death. <laughs> I know the jokes write themselves. That's the sad part. <laughs> So, okay, so we said, now the next thing to talk about is what's going on with uh, awards. And yeah. so I watched the Webbies. I don't know if you heard of this award. I think I had heard of it before. I've like, seen an icon. The Webby, winner of the 2000 Blah Blah Webby Award. And why didn't we win a Webby or at least get nominated? You know what? This whole thing, in my mind, from what I could uh-huh. see, is sort of a sham. Okay. I'm not really sure what the fuck a Webby is. <laughs> I mean, does some guy who created a website called the Webby.com say, I'm going to give out some awards. And do they give awards out to websites or web content like everything like shows on Ustream or yeah, podcasts it, or what, what all is on there? Everything. 
but but basically it seemed to me like a big pat in the back to any ipo and well-funded uh venture venture capitalist website because you know i mean get google gets an award and i mean it it was all commercial well not all but mostly commercial things getting awards getting awards all right so it just didn't seem like it was very valuable or that anything of merit was really getting recognized you know, and it was so quick, and it didn't have any flow, and it didn't make sense why they were getting awards, or what the categories of awards were, or okay, you know, and the audience sucked. They, well, I kept reading tweets about how bad the jokes were going over, and oh. what's her name, Lisa Kudrow was the hostess. Oh, you know what? So, if, if she wrote the jokes, they bombed badly, but uh, I don't believe she did. I believe that they were written by other people. Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah, I doubt that she wrote it all anyway. I'm, she might have had some of it. Yeah, but to, to deli- those, I mean, they just, the, the geek crowd wasn't laughing about any of that stuff. They were just so, it was like deadpan. It was like. She, but isn't that the geek crowd, though? I mean, are they known for being, you know, just comedy gold, these guys, or no? Yeah, but you know what? Comedy is comedy. And then what they tried to do is try to make geek stuff funny. And it was like, you know what, just go up there and do a regular comedy show and don't try to make fun of the geeks because the jokes just don't go over with everybody. You know, just do normal funny jokes. Yes. Yeah, just make a regular joke. So were they trying to make fun of the audience? Is that kind of what was happening? No, but it was supposed to be like, you know, an inside like website joke like – I wish I could think of some stuff, but some of the stuff. Yeah. I heard that it just missed on every level. So, and obviously if it's not even broadcast, I get it that they're going to have it on the internet. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Here's a great, she, she goes, she says, I'm introducing new products. I want you to know. And then she shows that it's not an iPad. It's an I something or other. And it's, it looks like a old Macintosh and, uh, with a, you know, and she, she's like That's just funny. goofing on all this stuff, but it was just kind of so like the way the presentation was, was like, it was almost like she read it and it was the, the delivery just kind of sucked. And, and I liked Lisa Kudrow, but, I, but the audience didn't laugh. They didn't laugh. Well, I think it's interesting. This is the 14th annual Webby Awards. Have we really had enough web content for the last 14 years? Exactly. That's another thing that I think people feel like that. How do you have a 14th annual anything? And and who's coming up up with it? Yeah, right. I didn't know, you know, was it voted on by me? How come I didn't, you know? why the judges are chosen by the International Academy of Digital Arts and Scientists. Excuse me, in sciences. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a global organization of industry experts and technology innovators, such as David Bowie, Ariana Huffington, Harvey Weinstein, Foursquare's Dennis Crowley, Martha Stewart, Internet co inventor Venton Kerf, Twitter co founder Biz Stone, uh, RGA CEO Chairman Bob Greenberg. So, okay, these are media industry people. Yeah, they're all people who were winning awards. Martha Stewart won an award. I mean, it was like just. Well, it's good when you get to judge yourself. Yeah, you get to win your own <laughs> awards. I mean, uh, you know, and and the Twitter. I was on Twitter, kind of commenting on it, well, because it, yeah. it was streaming through Facebook, and people were commenting on Twitter. And, but it didn't trend on Twitter. I heard that. Yeah, it didn't trend on Twitter, and the, even I, though it's the Webby Awards, and it should have. Yeah, right. I mean, it was like it should have been. It should have been all over the place. And they and you know what was trending on Twitter that night? No. Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Was it? 
was. See? <laughs> Instead of the Webby Awards, Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay were more interesting than the Webby Awards. And that's something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny when you think about it, yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And uh, let's see. And so... so some of the things that they're judging, I, I'm just reading this now. So the winners are selected based on the excellence in the following criteria. Websites uh, and mobile apps on their content, structure, navigation, interactive advertising, obviously, is getting judged. And then there's a whole film and video segment. Yeah. And the film and video segment, I like the idea of that because I think all this webisode and all these new webisodic things that are coming out are pretty funny. Now, whether or not they catch on enough to go mainstream, I don't know. But I like to see the funnier die stuff that, that Will Ferrell produces and his people. I think that's that's good stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you almost got the impression, though, that it was like, yeah, we're here, but, you know, we're really here to promote our, our website, not because we're here because we're happy we won an award. We really won an award for anything outstanding. We just happen to be the biggest. And they gave out, they they gave out almost as many awards as the Grammys gave out for categories, you know, and we've been through this whole award thing on our show now a number of times to comment on how stupid these things seem to get. Even though we love certain awards. We always go watch them. We still watch them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But like, I mean, yeah, they had five words they were allowed to use for their acceptance speech. That's it? You yeah. only got five words? Five words, yeah. This is a great idea. I like that idea. But, but they gave out, you know, they had two hours for their show, and they had gave out, like, you know, a hundred awards. And did they, is it one of those shows, like the People's Choice Awards, where the people know that they're going to win, so they oh, show up? Yeah, everybody knew. Everything. They must have all known, because I mean, right, the, so. the guy at the end won for Angry Birds' as best online interactive game, or whatever the heck it was, or mobile so game. Of course, he's yeah. You know, and so he came he- dressed up as a pig. Oh geez! You know, and then at, and everybody in the audience had had little birds. And they threw them at him like little uh, Nerf birds, you okay. know. And you heard at the end the music playing, you know. <laughs> so yeah, um. and he deserves an award for that. It's a great game. It took the country by storm. Nobody doesn't know about Angry Birds, oh, right? Everybody knows about Angry Birds. Everybody knows about Angry everybody Birds. Knows. Everybody, it is probably less than seventy, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, talking about other award shows, uh, the Academy Awards. Yeah, what are they doing? That the, you know to steal the Webby's thunder. That immediately today they they yeah. they announced that they have changed the way that they are selecting the best picture of the year. It used what they used to do is say we have slots for this many nominees, and instead now it can be anywhere between ten, five to ten. Um, nominees so it won't be okay it used to always be five yeah. last year they made it 10 yes and we all thought that might be a little too many so it can somewhere be somewhere in the middle of that now it doesn't have to be the same number every year that's right interesting it, all and right. it's based upon the percentage of votes that um movies get okay so what they're not going to force 10 if there aren't really 10 okay that's what they don't yeah, want to do. Yeah, because there were a couple of movies that were a little bit of a stretch last year, I think, right? That, yeah. Well, that's what they're kind of saying is that they only want to have – you have to have so much percentage of the vote and blah, blah, blah. And that's – then they've got some methodology, and they worked it out with PricewaterhouseCooper or wherever their accounting firm is to, to make it so. so. All right. So that's how they're going well, to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious then – you know, obviously when we have our Oscar show next year, we'll have to be seeing how many they choose. Uh, wh- I don't know this, you know, the Oscar movies really don't come out till the end of the year. 
I'm trying to think of what might be Oscar worthy at this point. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter, probably. I still think that dang Pirates movie was really good, and that Johnny Depp is Oscar worthy. I don't know if the whole movie is. Um, it was good. It was a good movie. I, I enjoyed that movie. I'm trying to convince to go to the movies tonight with my buddy. So we'll Ooh, see how what that goes. See? I don't know what we'll see. Whatever's out there. <laughs> Hangover, that'd be good. I Hangover, that. oh, I don't know, could be. Never know. <laughs> Might be a good day for it. <laughs> uh, well, he's so, with the son. I'm curious so. how many they get for next year then. Yeah. So, but that's the story with that. So let's see. So next on our list, I th- think we've kind of yeah, we've beaten that. Beaten too, that, right? yeah. <laughs> We're beating everything today. Beating it, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Move that off the list. So Facebook. Right. That's okay. So Facebook's losing people in the United States, but gaining them overseas. That's what they said. And when they say losing people, what does that mean? Does it mean people are closing accounts or people are? I know a couple people who've actually said I've had enough of Facebook and close their accounts. Really? Uh, Yeah. And why? Why do they do that? You know, who doesn't like Facebook? I don't know, but I mean, they're not. I don't know if they're on any social networks at all. I mean, I know somebody. Well, I guess who, you're always going to have those people that don't participate in that at all. You're right. Yeah. So, but like. But once you've been on Facebook, you're going to get rid of it. It's hard to, you get sucked in and you kind of, even if you don't even use it, you kind of like go online and look. I think there's a lot of lurkers. There's got to yes, be. Yes, definitely. You know? Yes. And I don't. I think that's the case. Is it people that get in trouble on Facebook and so then their spouse says you better get off Facebook? No. That, that, that can't be. I, One in five divorces now in this country mentions yeah. Facebook as a reason. So that's a pretty staggering number when you think about it. Really? Is that because yes. they spend too much time just online? Well, around? or maybe that's the reason for the divorce, that they rekindled, reconnected, re-whatever. Yeah, but there's and- more to do on Facebook than find old flames and... You know, I mean, people are playing games like Farmville. You know, if you're farming for for five hours, yeah, and you tell your spouse, "I gotta get my farm ready." You know? <laughs> yes, yeah, so that could, but that could cause disharmony in the relationship. You know, and that could be part. You know, Facebook's partly to blame. You know, and, and it isn't just your farm because you also have your cafe in the frontier and all the other. Like, all those bills and the mafia stuff right. and that yes, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, it's, and you, it's you're dedicated deal. for all of that, and so you're just wrapped into this online world of ah. I know. Well, this online gaming thing in general is a huge distraction. Don't get me wrong; I love it, but between the words with friends and now the hangman words with friends, and you know, I know you're. You know what? Talking about that, you must be loving this hangman words with friends thing. <laughs> I like hangman words with, uh, hanging with friends. Uh, hanging with friends. friends, and I know why you love it. Uh oh, why is that? Because <laughs> you're ass kicking. <laughs> you are kicking ass. <laughs> Only on you. I've played a couple of people that I haven't fared so well with. Really? I have been you. Yeah. Well, I like. Okay, now you, do you play with the wheel of fortune mentality? What's the wheel? Of, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, I do, and that's why I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to play like a wheel of fortune person would play. Okay. Well, I play R R S T L N E. L N E. Right. Okay. Right. So try to make words that don't have a lot of those letters. Well, in them. you know when what? You make your words. I do. That's, but... that's what I try to think. It doesn't work all the time, and, and you only get the draw of letters that you get. That's so, right. So that I also don't know sucks. That what we're talking about. We should tell them that. Um, hanging with friends is an electronic version of hangman 
Yeah. Where you get Scrabble tiles to deal to you, so to speak, about 10 or 12 of them, and you formulate a word and send that out to your opponent, and your opponent, hangman style, has to guess the word. Mm-hmm. And and if they guess it, great. And if they don't, one of their little balloons pop, and they are heading dangerously into the vat of lava well, that they fall into oh, at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had my ass burnt plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it's a fun little game. I, I love word game stuff in general. I can't do Sudoku to save my life, so well, word games I'm all about. Well, you know, the I think what also draws people into this game is that you can watch your opponent actually lose. <laughs> you have the, there's like this animation thing going on, and you watch each letter getting selected by the opponent, and you're like, yeah, 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 go ahead, on, go ahead, yeah, go on, yeah. yeah, you know, and you the get red X or the green check mark, and I, I want the red X, right? And, and they get that last letter, and you're like, they're not going to get it, they're not going to get it, and then of course it's at the last letter, and they get it, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> yep. Yes, because you think they have one last chance. There's oh. no way they're getting sell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a fun game for anybody who doesn't have it and who wants to get it. Um, so if you, you want to find me on there, if yeah. you want an easy win, just find me, Sailor J. <laughs> <laughs> easy win. Easy win. No, you're gonna get better at it, and then you're gonna be kicking my butt into the lava. I doubt that. I, I, I Trisha's kicking my. Everybody's kicking. Oh, my ass. she kills me too. Yeah, she's good at this stuff. So oh. yeah. So let's see. Uh, what else? Was oh, okay, so let's talk about your mud run. Wait, no, no, no. I got we got to finish something here with Facebook. Oh, so oh, I'm sorry. Shoot, I'm already moving on. I know, but Facebook has something else going on to try to keep their user base. Oh, that's right. From, that's right. From that's the right. mobile I need to perspective, know about this. Uh, they are trying desperately. There's another social network for iPhone users only called Instagram, and a lot of people are really into this, and I'm into it. Uh, I haven't posted the last couple of days on there, but I, I do post re- pretty regularly photos. And what's cool about it, for those who haven't tried it, is it lets you put these filters on your photos to make them look old-fashioned, like old Polaroids or 35-millimeter yeah. shots or whatever. And they're square. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, you can have it cross-post to any other social networks and stuff like that. Or it'll even let you email them now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And, yeah, and and then of course people can comment and, and they can heart them. That's their they're liking it. You can like it and get so many hearts on your right. Love it, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's it's kind of a fun little app, uh, and you can be closed or open in your way that you have your profile. And uh, so, anyways, Facebook has seen this tremendous growth in the in this sort of avant garde photo category of apps, and they're getting ready to either integrate it within their current app or they're going to push out a separate app just for doing this. And uh, this is supposed to be big and it's supposed to be free and have lots of, you know, it's supposed to be just as good, if not better than Instagram. And I think with the Facebook name attached to it, poor Instagram is going to suffer because they don't have that name recognition that Facebook obviously has. So I know yeah, but you it's know, probably going to be easier to explain to people. Oh, it's out. It's an app from Facebook, and then they'll jump on it. Whereas you try to explain Instagram, maybe people who aren't as app friendly or app aware yeah. will get it. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing about Instagram that I like particularly is that mm-hmm. I is I can post a lot of stuff on there because it's a photo only service. And right, I, there's really not much commentary or anything going on. 
Yeah. That way, right? Yeah. I can discover new photos I like. I can meet people who are also doing the same sort of thing Mm -hmm. photo-wise. And I don't have to worry, you know, I I mean, it's that there get – that there's going to be people that are going to be from outside my personal circle involved in, you know, in my stuff. Right. Right. And what I'm getting at is in Facebook, I don't want to be friends with random strangers all over the place. Yeah. I want to have a connection with somebody for a reason, you know, like we've had some chat, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there are very few people in my Facebook uh, list of friends that I've not, don't know personally or haven't talked to on the phone or something of that nature. Very, right. very few. And those friends are, you know, and if they don't post after a certain amount of time, they go away. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. You're always culling your list, so to speak. I do. So, yeah. I, I look at that list because I think that my, I put out so much information regularly and it's right. not always personal, but it's just good information. But if right. I figure if somebody isn't going to interact with me, at all and they're not a friend regular friend or someone you know like i mean i will not unfriend any high school friends who are friends well yeah because you want to keep that sort of web of connection that's right but if they're a casual acquaintance that i met online and because of a mutual like we're both into smart cars and so we chatted and he said oh let's be friends and i'm like okay fine and i make him a smart car friend and then they never like any of my stuff and never post anything and we never have any communication i'm like why why is this person on my list yeah you don't really need to have that interaction you know yeah and then when i post uh i'm away on vacation then they're at my house and Right. (laughs) Yes. Got to keep your friends close and your uh, enemies off your Facebook list. (laughs) Yeah. Who's that guy on your Facebook list? Uh, Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So anyways, that's my thought on that. Um, So photo, I think that's one thing that if they want to really get into photo sharing and stuff like that, they're going to have to come up with a way to have a non-public stream. Okay. So for Facebook, yes, for Facebook. I see what they're, they're going to have to come up with some way so you can do that. Okay, so I think that's pretty much about all the Facebook talk we need to do. What, so you had another con topic? Yeah, we were going to talk about your mud run and just about oh. our running in general. Oh, and, and, and also Kaylee Anthony. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. You yes. want to do that one first? Yeah, uh, let's do that one okay. first because that's no fun. That's right. <laughs> Okay. She's on the run or would be or on the Ka- run. I guess, Casey. Casey is the one on trial. She's the one on trial. And okay. So tell me, are you, do you think she, she did it? Right. I know we can't say that. I know yeah, that we, we can say anything we want. We're not the but, jury you know, I mean, or whatever. Not, yeah. I mean, I, but she did it right. Yeah. Well, I think that based upon the way that it pl- has played out in the media, the chance that she did it is darn good. She's been, she's already admitted. They've already said in their, version of the facts that she drowned in the pool right so at the bare minimum i'm thinking careless parenting yeah exactly negligence negligence, uh you know she's guilty of something of something (laughs) and and not but okay what's wrong with her brain that she won't admit to the truth like how how does somebody's brain function that long being questioned that many times lying that stringently like she's never she's sort of changed her story a little bit but her story's always kind of been what it has i just 
I just think that would be so mentally exhausting. And I would just want to get that anvil of guilt off my chest and say, yes, I did. Or no, I didn't. Or whatever it is. I I don't know. I I don't understand how someone can be a habitual, I guess it's pathological at that point, Mm -hmm. lying, right? Yeah, I don't know. She, uh, it's weird. The whole thing is weird in my mind. And then what about the, the father that, that knew about it too or something. I mean, do you think the dad, any of the, the grandparents are complicit in this or what? I think the whole deal is this. This is, I think this is what the defense is trying to do. They're trying to make enough doubt in the jury that, right. that it could have been the father did it. Could have been Casey that did it. It could have yeah. been a number of people that did it and you're never going to know. And so are you willing to send an innocent person to the chair? Right. Because this is a death penalty case, right? That's right. right. Murder one. And, and what's the scoop in Florida? How many folks get that every year? Like, Well, not too many women. When was the women? last time somebody not, had Not too many women get it, but men get it all In time. general, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And so this would be pretty big that if, uh, you know, some a 20, well, 21-year-old at the time or whatever, right, a young, right. young lady gets the chair. So uh, I think that's the pretty heavy stuff you know and i can understand the jury um going with the reasonable doubt argument just because they don't want her blood on their hands so to speak you know if if it if it's not her that did it or if it wasn't the story that that we've all been told i I don't know i i can see where that would create doubt and obviously that's the defense's job and if i was up for a crime that i didn't commit i'd hope they'd do a lot of doubt planting as well but I don't know. This one just seems pretty open and shut. You know, but no one's charged the dad with any crime. With anything, right? Yeah. Right. Not yet. So, but yeah. I mean, so but what do they do? So even I don't think that he would because the whole right. here's the deal. Let's if even if she gets off, the doubt will still be there. The same doubt whether she did it or he did it will always be there. Right. So they'll just never know who did it. You're never going to know. Yeah. Or you don't know if they both did it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't know. You know who I've ne- who, who, so this is a little bit of a different tangent, but who's the baby daddy in this? Where is he? Is he in the picture? Yeah, I don't know where that, that yeah. you and hardly why hear about talking him. to that guy. Yeah. yeah. And here again, that whole issue of, you know, absentee fathers is strikes its ugly head up. But yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope it's the prosecution rested yesterday, right? Today. This morning. Oh, they they rested today. Okay, so yeah. now the defense will have a day or two to get started, and they thought theirs was going to take about two weeks to present? I think something like that. Yeah. But, and mean, is she going to take the stand? Oh, no way. She's not, right? They it, can't. If they her. do, they're stupid. They never do. They never put the defendant up there. But isn't that generally because they're guilty? Isn't that sort of? No, because it allows the prosecutor to cross-examine the the defendant and, and potentially uh, incriminate themselves. Somehow, yeah, so, true. You know, you don't want uh, you don't want to have your your defendant break down on the stand, going, "Okay," <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. After, you got me. I admit yeah, it. Yeah, badger. You know, yeah. you can be badgered into right. stuff, and you know, forced to answer the question or whatever. 
Right, right. Yeah, no, I'm curious how this is all going to play out. And you're in the middle of the media storm, yeah, right? It's yeah. on every channel. It's every update. It's every everything. Yeah. You just can't get away from it. Oh, it, it, we have like live coverage on the big ABC, CBS, NBC, every affiliate. And then, of course, I, you probably get headline news out there and you watch Kaylee coverage on headline oh, news. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, it's on a lot and lots of Twitter feeds on it. So. I'm yeah, like, it's a big deal. And I don't know why. I mean, this is like, what what does Florida have going on that it can garner this national attention? You know, <laughs> I mean, this is backwaters, backwater crap. There is a lot of that that goes on that's, yeah, a little bit crazy in Florida. You Sorry. know, I mean, it's not, I'm like the lady who killed her kids up in Texas, in, uh, was it, Virginia or wherever it was. Uh, uh-huh. You know, in, in Florida, of course, we have lots of nuts because there was a mom who shot her two teenage kids because yeah. they didn't uh, do their homework or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's a little strange. And you should have seen when they took her I'm a away. tiger mom, but I think that's a little harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. I, there's a lot of that craziness going on. Yeah. Here again, we don't have parenting classes in this country. I think we should. <laughs> You should have, you know, you have to have a license to get married, but you don't have to have a license to get, have kids at all. Yeah. Nothing. No, no brochure even comes with it. So, Uh, you know, (laughs) do me a favor though. When the verdict comes in, yeah, tweet or text me or whatever. So I can be listening right then and there because sometimes I don't catch all that late breaking news and you're good about that. You sent me the text about, uh, Turn on the Bin Laden thing oh, and right. all that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me know when it happens because I want to be listening. Okay. I will make sure that happens. So, yeah, that's the story there. Um, I I just think that she'll get – if she's going to get anything, she's going to get an accessory or something. So that, one, one of the other seven charges. But if she gets murder one, I will be really, really surprised. Oh, okay. So, wow. So that's oh, my prediction. Is it twisted to make a little wager? Nope, no. I already have one wager with a guy at work about it. Oh, so, you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll wager you a $5 Starbucks card that she gets the chair. Okay. Oh, you, <laughs> yeah. you say she's getting the chair. Okay, I say she's not. So That's not, It's horrible to do that, but it's no more horrible than our Deadpool. I, hey, she's basically you're putting her on it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> She'd be the only person I got right this year. Wow. So. You know what? There's plenty of people who would like her on the Deadpool. Yes, uh, I'm sure. Yes. But you know what? There's plenty of people who want conjugal visits with her, too. So, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she gets plenty of that, huh? Uh, well, yeah. I, plenty of uh, email. of. Oh, I mean, you know, it's like women do that. To, what's the deal with that? Women find these guys who are like murderers and killers. Because and they go, they're the perfect boyfriend. Right, is that what they're, it is? Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, let me, let me explain that. They're the perfect boyfriend <laughs> in and of. I can be a woman on the outside, yeah. and so I don't have to see you regularly. Yeah. I don't have to, you know, do anything to you regularly. Uh-huh. I can just tell you about my undying love for you in letters and hope that you reciprocate that way. And it's a total romantic fantasy with this quote unquote bad boy whom I'm not supposed to like, but I don't have to do anything, and there's no commitment there. Uh-huh. On paper, that's the great relationship to have for these twisted women, I'm sure. Wow. See, and yeah. and I think guys just see this young 22 year old girl and go. Yeah, that's what they she's, think. She's cutie. Yes. Yeah, they could easily put aside the whole, ah, she murdered a kid, whatever. I'd still, I'd still hit that, you know? I, I'm telling you what, I, I've seen it online that people talk about that, you know, she's very attractive. Like, it's kind of like the, uh, you heard about the lady 
the teacher in Tampa, Florida, blonde haired, that that uh, had sex with the students and she got okay. she got convicted. The whole thing. I mean, she was like like a, like porn star uh, level type stuff okay. going on here, and uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, they go into court and they say, uh, "Your Honor, she's too good looking to go to jail." <laughs> No, really? Yes. Too tormented in jail because she's too pretty? Hold on. Uh, Hold on. I am going to Google this. Teacher too pretty to go to jail. Yeah, we need some more scoop on that. Uh, Deborah Lefebvre. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, and and here it is. Uh, too pretty to go to prison. And it was it's in The Guardian. It's all over the place. Uh, oh, here, I'll, I'll pull this one up. Or just real quick. It says... Or so says the lawyer for Deborah Lefebvre, the U.S. teacher who was this week escaped punishment for sleeping with her 14-year-old pupil, the America's most famous sex offender. She's young, blonde, and in the words of her lawyer, too pretty for prison. Nice. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Oh, wow. So, That's crazy. Yeah. And, well, let's move on. Yes, let's move let's on. Let's graduate out of the... Uh... Dirty teaching school. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we will do that. <laughs> On to our next topic. What were we going to talk about now? Running. Exercise. Oh, yeah. Yes. Speaking of getting dirty. Yeah. And I'm going to. Your gonna, mud run's I'm, coming up. I'm doing that this weekend. How fun. Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. Okay. All right. All right. Very exciting. Going down to St. Cloud, Florida. Where nice. I guess it's a big piece of property. So it must be a couple miles, uh, square miles property. Cool. They've got, obviously, they've got parking for everybody. On site right. for free, nice. although extra beers will cost you four dollars, and I okay. guess they're selling food as well. So uh, hopefully, you do the beers after the race, right? Could you race with yeah. beers in yet? I don't know. I I wouldn't try it though. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Yeah, because you want to do a good performance of time, right? No, I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, but you want to get through it as well. Oh, I, I do. I want to. I wanted to get in, through every to get every obstacle. I want to get through. And I'm debating because I have – I don't know if you've seen my camera. I, yeah, you showed me your water cover. Yeah, the, my waterproof I, I mean, camera. I think it will be okay. My fear is that somehow the dirt will get in there and cause a problem. I don't know. It says it's the tough, shockproof, waterproof, three-dimensional camera. No, I say go for it. I, you know, you'll get something out of it. You won't damage it forever, right? Uh, I don't know. It's got a thing there. Can I, you cover it in like saran wrap? Well, I and thought that, about, that was. Be... I was thinking about that. I thought yeah. maybe that's what I would do. Is I would just take the majority of the camera and cover it, or put it in a ziploc altogether. Oh, that would work. That would really work. That'd be good. And that way you could still use the buttons. Yeah. You know, something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. I, what I'm most concerned about is there's a speaker here. And even though it can get wet, water's one thing. Uh, dirt. The grime is another problem. Is yeah. it, in the little tiny holes. We, I don't want to do that, you know. And then, of course, you... Well, I think you should try it because I personally love running races and using my... I use my camera phone because I can. Yeah. Um. And, and I love documenting it. I love being able to tweet during the race. You know, obviously, then I'm not running, so I get a break. So I like that idea. And I think you should do that. Too bad you don't have – too bad we don't all have digital cameras with Wi-Fi that can post those pictures right to the net. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this this would support a Wi-Fi card, the camera will. Oh, okay. But there's no probably no Wi-Fi there. You're, you meant 3G. 
three G. Excuse yeah. me. That's yeah, what I that's mean. What that we could yeah. just jump on with that. Yeah. 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 Well, someday I'm sure that's happening. I'm sure it's in the works. Oh, it is coming very, very. Soon. Okay, so let's make some predictions. You you've never run mud before. No. So you know your mile time is not going to matter. I mean, because it's it's completely different. The, the, yeah. The, I'm not even. It's not even part of the this race for. What me. is the time limit that you have to get through it? I don't know. I'm thinking oh. I have an hour. I figure okay. an hour. That, that, Ooh, that's fast. You think so? I think so because let's say your average person is going to run a 28 to 32 minute 5K, right? That's a little over, huh? like maybe a 10 minute mile. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I run about a 33 minute 5K. Okay. So that's without any obstacles, without any mud slowing you down. That's true. You've got to have longer than an hour. It's got to be longer than an hour. You think? I think. Well, I mean, it may not be much longer, yeah. but. Well, but you'll get some time. But that's what I'm thinking it's going to take me. I don't know what the limit would be. But... Oh, okay, good. Oh, see, I always think it'll take me whatever the limit is. <laughs> oh, no. Well, see, I, I, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine that it's just one big mud thing. No, you're going to have some open areas, I'm sure, that you can maneuver it's in. It's definitely going to be. But obstacles are going to slow you down. Yes, it will be splashy, and it will be, I mean, I, you know, I, I even bought a pair of, uh, like, leggings. Cause I, oh yeah, okay. but I wasn't sure if I should wear them or not. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be too too much of a total dork. <laughs> no, I think well, I, I think here's what you do: bring everything with you. Yeah, and then when you get there, try to chum up with some people who obviously have done mud runs before and uh-huh. see kind of what they're wearing or whatever. Do you have to go early to pick up your number or do any of that? Yeah, stuff? you got to be there. Yeah, and it's chip- kind of chat people up and figure out what they've done and what worked for them and what didn't work for them. Yeah. And that way, maybe you can learn from that. I, I have my pair of shoes, my old shoes that I'm going to wear. Yes. So I have that. And it's not running shoes. I'm wearing a pair of uh, of older uh, sketchers that I have. Yes, they're, it's just shoes that you don't care what happens. They're to just them. tennis shoes, old, you know, tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah. They'll do the trick just fine, and they probably ha- they have enough, uh, you know, tread on them, so I'm not going to slip too right. much. Uh, I don't want to wear boots. I want to wear something light. A friend of mine, gotta, yeah. A friend of mine says he's wearing his uh, his five finger toed shoes. Oh, that I, would be interesting. I do have a friend who's running the race with me. He's a okay. a Navy retiree as well. So two Has he ever done? Oh, is he the one who does the hash runs? No, no. Oh, okay. No. Different person. All right. Yeah, different person. Well, I'm curious that how it all turns out. You have the five finger shoes. Would you run? I guess they'd get all. I oh, see. That's up. what I'm thinking. I don't, I wore them in the ocean the other, on my vacation. And I was like, you know, they were filled with sand for a while. So I'm, right, I'm right. like, I don't know. I want to do that. I, can you wash those in the machine? How do you clean them? You can. You can. Okay. They're washable. I, that's why I'm like, but I I don't know. I just think I'm going to wear I still think you're going to want more protection on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we're going with, through fire, and I'm sure there's other stuff out there. Fire. Fire. Now, will you run with this guy? Are you a team, or can you go at your own pace? <laughs> oh, go at your own pace. Okay. Yeah. I don't like running with someone side by side for fear that I'm slowing them down or whatever so especially yeah. with this kind of thing yeah you know you got to just get through it so. I, that, that, oh, i'm just fine. i'm just like gotta get through it gotta get through it yeah and i mean well i mean i'm not gonna walk it for sure unless it's so slippery that as soon as i start to get into a stride i'm felt you know straight on my face right you know, i'll come back and i'll have black eyes <laughs> <laughs> yes well do- pictures and all of that will be necessary and full 
discussion next week on the podcast. Oh yeah, I'm excited, and and then we'll start making plans for our Las Vegas marathon. Las Vegas marathon. I am work. I am priming the pump on that right now. All right, good, good, good. Yeah, so, I'm excited for it. I started the trading program. Whether or not we get there is a whole other story. But I think I've just I've made the decision. I have to run another full marathon. Well, there's so. a half marathon. Yeah. That it's because you know I don't know if you looked at it. I'm sure you did look at it, uh-huh. but uh, they only have 5,000 slots. Right. So we may not get in so whether we want to run or not. I don't know so. how if it's first come, first serve, or if it's a lottery, or how that works. I'm sure it's first come, first serve. I Well, I think it is anyway. We'll talk about that. So, so if we don't do that one, then we have to find another one, or right. I, I'm going to find another yeah. one. Well, that's Because this one makes me nervous because it's only you only have four and a half hours to finish. What? Four and, and a half hours? Yeah. I don't know if I could so do I that. So I don't know that that's enough time for me. It's and it's at night. Yes, and it'll be really cold. So imagine your whole mm-hmm. your whole body clock will be thrown off anyway, and you're right. going to do this horrible adventure. I, I I mean, it's probably not the best marathon to run as a first marathon again for a while, but <laughs> it's still it's at, the location should be fun. All of that. I guess we'll be tired. I don't know how late they start. I didn't look at the start time, but it's probably at midnight. <laughs> that'd be crazy. And then we'd be exhausted. I don't know. We may have to rethink the location, but, uh-huh. but a full 26 is in my future. Full 26 going all the way. All the way. So yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> Got to get that off the bucket list. Yeah. I, you know, I have never done either a half marathon or a marathon, but 10 Oh, K- you haven't done a half. 10 K okay. is it. So I really need to do one. Before I and I should do one before then, just as part of my training for the training. Full, full deal. Yeah, you'll do plenty of them before then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. I, I've done plenty of six mile runs, and right. I, and I really once I broke my knees in for six miles, you know, then then it's just kind of go. Yeah, exactly. You know, once you're yeah. you're good, you can you can def if you can do six, you can do thirteen. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we train for the full one, I think the farthest you go in your training is 20 and that you'll do, I think there's two different 20 mile runs. Is that right? And if you can do 20, then you can do 26 because the last six are more mental than physical anyway. Really? Yeah. Because once you're out there, you're just like, okay, I just have to do it. I have to either finish or I have to die. Or, either one or the other. You finish or die. <laughs> So I need to be stricken down now by lightning and just put out of my misery, or I'm just going to get to the end. So, yeah, uh, that's my thing anyway. Yeah. Maybe other people think about it differently. I don't know. Man, I'll tell anyway. you. Anyway, well, well, cool. Well, I think that's, uh, I think we, we hit a lot of topics today. We're making up for last week, although I, I kind of liked last week's that thing. I, it was kind of fun. I love that. I love that. Uh, scale of one to ten thing. It just every time I listen to it, I just like it a little bit more. <laughs> I, I think that's the first time I've actually put it on the podcast. I think so. Yes, and I just think it's fascinating. So, I, and what I need to do is I need to go do more interviews. I mean, there's more right. more to that interview. I didn't publish the whole thing. I only took a clip of it. Yes. Because I wanted to keep the podcast short. But uh, and, and and if anybody has any feedback about that, what they think, I'd love to hear that too. Yeah, we'd love to hear that. So yeah, fun yeah. stuff. You can send us audio files. We uh, will publish them or not publish them, depending on what you'd like. So. Right. <laughs> But, uh, You'd rather be heard and not seen, or seen and not heard. Either way, we'll we'll accommodate. Absolutely, we're givers. All right. Well, you know, have a great week, everybody. And for TJ Talks, I am Judd. 
And I'm Teresa. And we will chat with you later. Talk at you later. We're going to touch on Anthony Weiner.